Welcome to Trelawney Benefice and our lambing service from Frogmore Farm. It should be great fun again this year. Just sit back and enjoy. Today we give thanks for our farming community and especially for all shepherds. When Jesus was born into our world, it was the shepherds who were summoned to be first witnesses of his birth. In his adult life, Jesus described himself as the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. We're the sheep of his pasture, so let us worship him today. O oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Oh 
says be imitators of God love as Christ loved do not grieve the Holy Spirit put away all anger and bitterness all slander and malice so let us confess our sins to God who forgives us in Christ Lord God we have sinned against you we have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sins. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the God of power and love forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his spirit and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your star, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One of the things I try to do as a Rev working in one of the remotest parts of Cornwall, where agriculture is our daily bread and butter, is to get alongside our farming community. It's lonely and the hours long and the elements to battle. I'm trying to understand what it's like. That sometimes means practically getting involved. It was such a privilege to help bring this breech birth lamb into the world who needed a strong tug. As it was the other day, spending time with Alison, one of our farmers who just lost twin calves, it doesn't come any easier, even after 40 years. Do enjoy this special birth. Right. There you go. Got it. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me down to lie 
them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of the sheep. Doesn't he leave the 99 sheep in the open country and go and look after and find the lost sheep? And when he finds the lost sheep, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and takes the sheep home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me! I found my lost sheep! I tell you in the same way, there is more rejoicing in heaven over one person who finds God than over 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. So that was the parable of the lost sheep. The parable of the lost sheep. It's a great story and hope you enjoyed our enactment. There's huge significance in the parable in that Jesus seeks us out and wants to befriend us. He found me and knocked on my heart some 37 years ago. Scripture says that there is rejoicing in the presence of God over one sinner who repents and turns to God. That shepherd of the sheep, Jesus still seeks people out today. shepherd and his sheep. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Leave it. Here we are on the farm of Ed Venning, one of our sheep farmers in Trelawney Benefice, and he's just going to be driving a few sheep for us with his dogs here. We thought you might really enjoy, enjoy this lovely Cornish and traditional scene. You'll see, I think these are Suffolk ewes, and they're going to, the two dogs are going to drive them into the pens. So Ed, that was absolutely perfectly done. We really, really enjoyed that. 
Um, just tell us before um, we, we sign off here, how long have you been farming um, in this part of Cornwall? Well, I came back from college when I was 18. I'm 44 now, so. And uh, and how many sheep do you farm around here all together? Well, we've got about 1,300 ewes. 1,300 ewes, wow. And before we go as well, these dogs are absolutely perfect. What are the names of the dogs? Well, Dash is the older dog and Ginny's the young one, but I think she was a bit overcome with her audience. <laughs> I thought she did particularly well today. I think you can probably just see them down in there tucked in by the Land Rover. Ed, thank you very, very much. That's been really special for us. We really enjoyed that proper Cornish scene. God bless you and thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Pleasure. I am sure you've all watched the famous BBC programme, One Man and His Dog, where you watch a shepherd control his sheepdogs by whistle and voice command to drive sheep into a pen. It can be incredibly difficult as sheep have a mind of their own. You've just watched Ed Venning, one of our local farmers, drive a herd of 50 Suffolks into a pen with his two dogs. In order to understand the passage, we need to know a little about the way in which shepherds worked in the ancient Near East. In the centre of Israel, there is an upland plateau on which many shepherds used to feed their flocks. It was fairly fertile land, so there was plenty of grass for the sheep to eat. But it was a remote, wild place bisected by deep ravines. So shepherds had to keep a careful watch on the sheep to ensure that they did not fall off cliffs or wander into ravines and get lost. Losing just one sheep meant a major loss of income for a poor shepherd. In the ancient Near East, sheep were kept mainly for their wool rather than their meat. And so there would have been a relationship between the shepherd and his animals. They would have been friends, almost pets. While modern European shepherds tend to drive and control their sheep with dogs, the Middle Eastern shepherd used to tend the sheep alone, and instead of driving them in front of him, he would lead them, making sure that the way ahead was safe, free from wild animals or dangerous crevasses. The sheep would follow safely beside. Let's look at the picture of Jesus being the good shepherd for you and me. What does he do for us? Knows us by name. The shepherd had names for his sheep. And when he called, they followed. He knows all about you, how you feel, what you're going through. He's really interested in you as an individual, leads his sheep. Quite literally, the shepherd would lead his sheep. They wouldn't be driven like we see today. The sheep would trust the shepherd to follow him. We need to trust Jesus that he will lead us and guide us in right pathways, and he knows what is best for us. The sheep will follow him. So in simple terms, we need to follow him in childlike trust. Surely your goodness and loving kindness will follow me 
all the days of my life in simple trust like theirs who heard beside the Syrian sea the gracious calling of the Lord let us like them without a word rise up and follow thee leads his sheep to good pasture it was the job of the shepherd to find good feeding grounds for the sheep where the grass was at its lushest he finds good places for you and me to thrive in i've had some wonderful and varied callings christchurch exmouth from 93 a growing thriving family and student church 15 years at millfield teaching in chaplaining, in coaching rugby hockey football cricket yet quietly gently showing people jesus now in the depths of coastal and agricultural cornwall and an area of outstanding natural beauty an old-fashioned country parson building bridges with our community he feeds his sheep the shepherd's job was quite literally to ensure his sheep had enough food. In the same way, he is able to spiritually feed us. We all need spiritual sustenance. That comes from me as I read God's word and the scriptures seem to be illuminated by the Holy Spirit as they become living words for me and my situation as I listen to his still small voice of calm in prayer. He protects the sheep. Quite literally, the shepherd would walk with one of those old fashioned shepherd crooks, a bit like a bishop's. The sheep would fall into a ravine and he would hook them out or at night lay across the entrance to the sheep pen, protecting them from wild animals bears, wolves, and the like. So today, Jesus protects us. I am the gate. The shepherd at night slept across the entrance to the sheep pen. The only way in and out was through the shepherd. It says that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. We know that the only way to God is through the gate of Jesus. We know that Jesus laid down his life for each and every one of us on the cross so that we could be forgiven and inherit all the blessings of the Good Shepherd, including the gateway to eternal life. Let us declare our faith in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. He was buried. He was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Afterwards, he appeared to his followers and to all the apostles. This we have received and this we believe. Amen. Let us pray for the friendship and support of our communities for the beauty of hills and valleys. We thank you, Father, for the changing weather and seasons, 
the dawns and sunsets and the starry nights. We thank you, Father, for the fields and pastures which provide food for our flocks and water from stream or river. We thank you, Lord, for our youths with their own wisdom, for their strength and care as mothers. We thank you, Lord, for lambs, for the miracle of their birth and for the bounding joy of their young life. We thank you, Lord. We pray that our lambs may be free from sickness and safe from attack by animals and birds. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray that all who care for the sheep may be given wisdom and endurance and may receive a just reward for their work. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
arrows at your back, may the sun shine down upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Well, it's goodbye from Trelawney Benefice. We hope that you've really enjoyed our lambing service from Frogmore Farm and around about in our farming communities in this lovely part of southeast Cornwall. You can see one of our churches behind me, Lansalos, situated on this beautiful piece of National Trust farmland. So God bless you all and have a great day.